Greetings, all you Trivialites. Welcome to Trivial 10, Episode 6, Narcissism. I'm Jordan Halverson, and with me, as always, is Zane Reeves. It's a little bit different today, though. We are together in person, and it is fantastic. How are you? That's great. I'm doing great, too, and I can't see past myself, so I won't ask you how you're really doing today. Seriously, though, I am great. Let's get started by defining our topic. Narcissism is a personality disorder, also known as NPD. It is described as an excessive need for admiration, disregard for others' feelings, an inability to handle any criticism, and a sense of entitlement. So, I'll go first. Actually, since I'm, you did ask how I was doing, oh, okay. I'm full of myself, and I could really care less how you're doing. And I'll add a little bit uh, to that... Uh, definition and explanation of what uh, narcissism is. Um, it is uh, it carries traits such as grandiosity, uh, callousness, uh, mm. trigger happy rage, check, and a few others. We don't need to get into, but go ahead, <laughs> sir. A few of those sound familiar. Um, like I was saying, I'll go ahead and go first, as I'm most liked. I don't care what you think. I won't ask your opinion, and most of all, it's because I deserve it. Number one. Narcissism is rare as a diagnosis, as there are fewer than 200,000 cases diagnosed every year in the U.S. However, it is estimated that NPD is present in 0.5% of the U.S. population. That's roughly 1.65 million people. Mm. That is an interesting fact. Mm -hmm. And it inclines me to think that possibly this could be because... Narcissism, narcissists do not really go to seek help. Mm. And so this number might be much higher than it's actually presented here. Yeah. Because narcissists don't usually go out to uh, say, hey, I'm having problems with my <laughs> my puffed up chest and uh, yeah. I'm not feeling empathetic towards others, right. their needs. Yeah. It, it more characterizes as depression and anxiety, I believe. Ah, so it's not something you post on Instagram. No, I don't believe it is. <laughs> okay. Well, unless you're just uh, being uh, braggadocious. Braggadocious? If you will. Perhaps. I will. Good. Perhaps grandiose, yes. as you mentioned. Yes, yes. Aforementioned grandiosity. For sure. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think that's something you would recognize in yourself, maybe. You know? I don't either. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, 1.65 million seems a little low, don't you think? It did. It does. I mean, there's, what, 300 million people in the U.S.? I think it's 330 now. Wow. Yeah. So I guess that equates to 0.5%, yeah. as you did say. Yeah. So I, I have to believe that, I mean, there's there's that number just in, in the political field. <laughs> That's a lot of crappy people. That's not even going into celebrities, right? And artists and musicians and professors in the doctoral fields. Oh, wow, dude. So, that, you know, I think you tack on another 0.5% for each one of those, and we're up to almost 30%. <laughs> we're looking at half the population almost in the country that are just full of themselves and can care less what anybody else thinks. That's some fuzzy math there. <laughs> I think we can see this as we walk through our day, too, as we're just wandering around. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? when was the last time you had a kind act 
uh, done to you. You know the last time that we've done a kind act to somebody. Like from a stranger? Yeah, you know, the pay it forward stuff. So, wow. Gosh, I don't know. Santa Claus. No. I don't really know him, but he no. leaves stuff. You could be a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he is. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's a giver. He is a giver, but it's all about celebrating him all month. He needs a true. month That's to true. himself. Mm-hmm. They gotta have a geo tracker on a sled <laughs> to make sure everybody knows where he's at. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who, what's the organization that, that tracks him? It's not uh, NAFTA. North Pole. North, North Pole, I believe, is what it is. I think is. that's his organization. Yeah. Oh. That's the parent corporation. Okay. It's a uh, a NORAD. North. Nor, NORAD. North organization. Uh, radical. Aerospace. Defense. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Very good. And is. Yes, still to this day. Yeah. I don't know if any of that's true. We might have to edit that out. Fact checkers beware. (laughs) All right. Number two. They fat shame. Narcissists fat shame. From judging you about your weight and eating habits to controlling your food choices and portions to eating food off your plate... Narcissists have funky food issues relating to body image, shame, and control. Thoughts? Oh, man. Comments? Concerns? <laughs> Lots of concerns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, complaints? Did you ask if I had complaints? I, I did now, okay. but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that would be the case. <laughs> uh, no, I think there are some people that are, um, I don't know if it's necessarily that they are really critical of themselves i don't know if they're necessarily necessarily narcissists but they will they will have conversations about your food while they're eating with you Mm -hmm. oh i can't believe you got that oh and i don't know if they're actually dealing with their own shame right and and how they don't eat that or maybe that's how they were raised as their parents were like well don't eat that you're gonna get fat Uh or we don't eat that out in public but I, i i do know a few people that will sit there and kind of be very critical of what you're eating so I, I do know that 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 happens out there um it's no fun to eat with those people because they're no. eating like a piece of lettuce while you're eating your you know chicken fried steak sandwich or they could even be eating the steak and but, still giving you the cross eye i know like, how dare you right i can do this but you can't do this yeah why is that yeah and why i like that? the tail end of it where it talks about uh control you know, where they, mm-hmm. they want to have control over the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see this a lot myself when when I fat shame myself. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. An inward battle. It is. An internal battle. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a self-reflection. I mean, why are you eating another one of those donut holes? Yeah. I told you to stop after the 20th <laughs> one. You know, and just beat yourself up. And just no. having, maybe that's something different. No, I. You know what? It's your internal narcissist manipulating and controlling your, um, you know, five-year-old saying that wants that twenty-first donut hole. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. But, but, um, your your butt is growing larger mm. as you eat more and more. So maybe it's like this. Um, I don't want to say self-hate, but it's a it's a critical spirit of yourself and we've, we've just dipped into the spiritual there that we did but my I think, wife yeah go back my wife does like my plump butt <laughs> so you know and i think that it's, it's getting nicer uh-huh you know, I, there was a time there in my 30s where <laughs> yeah i started to have saggy butt syndrome. oh dear sbs sbs yeah uh-huh yeah. and and i would look in the mirror and i'd ask my wife she's like yeah yeah it's getting saggy I'm like, how dare you? 
tell me, you know, and maybe she was she was shaming my butt at that time. <laughs> butt shaming. She may have been. Butt shaming. A little BS. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, little BS. No, I I, I think uh, I deal with that same exact same thing. If I'm eating something I shouldn't be, mm-hmm. like well probably, but I'll make up for it later. Do you ever make up for it later? While running in the morning. Donut hole. No, no, no. <laughs> I satisfy that inner five-year-old dad coming. <laughs> I typically will too, and then I'll say, "Man, you shouldn't have done that." Yeah, we'll that's, get up and run. That's know? right. That's you the know? guilt coming yeah. in. You yeah. got to go run. Right, but everything in moderation, right? Yeah. Donut holes in moderation. Oh yeah. Limit okay. to twenty-five. There you go. That's yeah. good. That's a good rule of thumb. Go for a walk. Rule walk of butt. The, that is. <laughs> walk down the driveway. Walk back up. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, Uber Eats, pick up the, those donut holes and come on back to the house. Man, you don't even drive to go get them. No, God, no, man. it's COVID, yeah, you man. You definitely are on the rise for plum butter. <laughs> that Rona's after me. <laughs> no, we got to watch it. All right. Number three. Narcissism most commonly affects humans classified as young adults. Ages 19 to 40, and the least diagnosed are children ages 6 to 13. Well, that's that's good to know. Right. You know, as, a, as a father and a husband mm-hmm. and four kids, yes. I mean, they're anywhere in that range right there. It's nice to uh, know that I won't probably be dealing with a bunch of narcissists in my home. Right. I mean, how, how difficult would that be having my six-year-old come at me how dare you ask me to do something this is my world actually they can kind of come off a little bit i was about to say i have that 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 can actually it could be all about me so that that number might not be correct Mm. that's interesting that's interesting i i would say zero in the study that i i got this information zero to five is not even listed on there and I think that we're all completely narcissistic from zero to five the world absolutely revolves around a baby absolutely good point you know so they didn't even they didn't even include them in the study but I thought man that 19 to 40 group they are the most commonly affected by this and I think that's because that's that's you're coming into your coming into age coming into yourself your prime yeah yeah and you think you're invincible I don't know if you remember it's been so long being in high school but I thought you were yeah. going to say I passed 40 for a second. Gosh, I'm sitting right next to you. How do you figure I'm so old if it's you know, been so long? You look so young. I, I just didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, you know, I was intimidated by your your youth. <laughs> yeah, the over 40, I wonder if by that time, because, you know, narcissists, Narcissism is not something that you really grow out of. So hmm. it's curious and interesting to me that it tells off after 40. Maybe yeah. they wean down a little bit and through 10 years of, of learning and of being around people and environments and mm-hmm. work areas, they've learned that, I don't know if this is true either, but people don't really like me if I act for myself. <laughs> But they might not even be able to self-reflect because narcissists are not really great self-reflectors either. So they right. might not even be able to see that. So the fact that it ends, or tell ends, you know, from 19 to 40, and 40 is the cap, 
Yeah. It's, uh, it is curious that people on into their 50s and 60s are still not uh, being braggadocious. Right, absolutely. I, like I love that word. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, you know, also at that point, most people at 40, you've been beaten up by the world a little bit. You've gotten a real taste of it. Oh, yeah. So unless you have a bunch of yes men around you and you are a celebrity or someone with a lot of influence or power, you, you've got everybody around you telling you, um, hey, you're not that special, especially your kids. After you've raised, you've raised, I mean, you're in the middle of raising four. I'm yeah, in the I'm middle of raising 70. three. Yeah, <laughs> you're almost According 70. You. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, it, but you know, I think you, you learn enough at that age. I think that's where it starts to taper off is people, you know, they lived in the real world for a little bit. And, that's a good point. You know? That's a good point. You know what was really interesting? Just one last point on this. I thought six to thirteen-year-olds would be much more narcissistic than any other group. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I believe that it's really challenging and difficult to get a good reading on this. And for them to, for whoever, the researchers that are doing this study, and for them to look at these people and to meet the criteria, we really have to delve into more studies to be able to see, because I'm sure narcissists are not just walking in saying, you're sure, I'll get on the study, because mm-hmm. they might not even know. And right. So they're probably just looking at kids in that age range and then saying, okay, does your child meet this did these meet five of the seven criteria for narcissism? Please bring them in. But I would think that it would be... No, actually I wouldn't. Because children are not able to begin reasoning until they're at about age 12. So from 6 to 11, they're not able to think introspectively. So from 6 to 11, everything is kind of black and white. So yeah, I don't know if that would be the case. No, in, in full disclosure, you um, you were actually in the middle of acquiring, would you say acquiring your LPC? Yeah, your, uh, we Earning that. your LPC? Earning. And so I, I just wanted to mention that also. You do know what you're talking about. Well, um, well they, at least 10% thanks, of what you're talking about. Thanks for letting everybody know that I should know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted them to know there's some validation to your wisdom. Ah, oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, from your study. I appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know what? You make a really great point in that when you watch the behavior of someone between the age of 6 and 13, I, I find that most children uh, are very, very helpful, especially with their younger siblings during this time. And um, if they're taught to be. Uh, that's also nature versus nurture, right? You You're go. exactly right. You know, what have they been taught in the home? So, that's anyways. Good. Yeah, that's good. Great insight. All right. Interesting fact number four. Narcissists love to walk ahead of you. They literally walk in front of you or way ahead because they're so impatient and or need to show their kingly and queenly superiority. Huh. That's, uh, it's interesting, but it's now shown me my dad was a narcissist then because he would always leave us in the dust. It didn't matter where we were, in the mall, state park, church. He was always walking in front of us. And he has... I mean, I'm sorry, Dad, if you're listening. I was going to say, David? (laughs) He's got some... David? Got some short legs. But the guy moves... Speedwalker. He's a speedwalker. And I think it's because 
he's always in the hurry just to get to the next thing. I don't think it's because he's a narcissist, but it does make me wonder. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody kind of has their own different speed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. I've been called on it by my wife. Oh, I'll leave my wife in the dust, no problem. (laughs) Well, actually, it is a problem. (laughs) It's a big problem. Yeah. But I have no problem doing it. Yeah, so when, when, you know, it can look like when we're walking in the mall and I'm going... I might be 20 pesos in front of her. 20 pesos. Pesos. <laughs> Another unit I'm not familiar with. <laughs> so, and she's, you know, looking back there. So I stop, you know, I look at the couple of stores that are around, wait for her to catch up, and I take off again. Another 20 <laughs> steps. Get up there in front of her, and I stop at the yeah. dip and dots, hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Look at what Just I'm take not, a look. look window at what shopping. I'm not going to have. <laughs> window shopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vanilla beans, always a good one. Uh, wait for her to catch back up. Uh, that's a good time. Yeah. Good time. Is she more of a moseyer, and you're more of a like a what you'd call that sprinter? She's more a assertive walker. A, a sprinter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't, don't run. run. Okay. Okay. You're just walking fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, with, with uh, assertion, making a making a move somewhere assertion. to get to. You know, got to get to the buckle. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't admit that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I did. You just did. That's the first one that popped in my head. I think I've been in there twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's an interesting store. We do love Buckle, by the way. Uh, this segment is no. actually sponsored. By- oh. No. It <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. not. It's not. But they've got great belts uh, here. And buckles. And, yes, those two. It's in the name, folks. There you go. Number five. Evidence suggests that narcissists may be common within the financial sector as they are able to make quick, bold decisions without any thought for the consequences that these decisions might have on other people. Just careless, mm-hmm. ruthless. No, I'm not going to say that about everybody out there. I know some friends that are in the financial, financial sector. Uh-huh. <laughs> the tough one. <laughs> and, uh, Coyotes of Wall Street. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I think that's it. My buddy's a good stand-up guy. Yeah. Yeah. At least to me he is. Are you talking about Jay Stu? Well, I wasn't going to say his name. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But who knows what he does behind those doors in there. That's his street name. He has a street name for a reason. Yeah. 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 I mean, he keeps his ear to the pavement. It's a concrete jungle out out there. there. It is. (laughs) In the financial world, for sure. No joke. That is cutthroat. So maybe he plays narcissist. Mm. It's like a nine-to-five narcissist type thing. Right, right. Cuts it off when he gets home. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. you got to turn it off for family. Uh-huh. You just become a saint and again. And yeah. friends. Yeah, if you want to keep them anyway. <laughs> you know? There you go. All right, guys, I need to go look at myself in the mirror, so we're going to take a quick break. All right, I'm just as beautiful as I was before. We're back. All right. Number six, they value the opinions of strangers over family. Oh, here we go, just talking about family mm-hmm. and strangers. Mm-hmm. So this is getting weird. They're always looking for the next new person to idealize as a source of validation and status while devaluing those close to them because reality disappoints. Mm-hmm. Golly, those are true words, man. Reality disappoints. That's amazing. I, I feel like to some degree I do this, you know, when I'm at the, I don't know, say I'm at a nice restaurant, say it's the Olive Garden. I might talk a little loud 
when I'm talking about you know my knowledge of sauces and a little boisterous like a little boisterous a little grandiose a little braggadocious if you will <laughs> I accept <laughs> excellent excellent I thought you might I might go on about how I use ragu at the house and how it's <laughs> not as good as this marinara here I like at the OG the brand there yeah ragu ragu yeah ragu. yes sir and there's ragu and then presto I think it's called mm. Is it called Presto? Bingo, bingo, Presto, <laughs> tango. That's right. Yeah. That's right, man. Yeah, that's pretty good. Marinara sauce is good. It is. Uh, it is. But you've, we've all been around those people that are just loud talkers, and they're talking to everybody in the room, but they're just looking at one person. Right. And so they just want everybody to know. Yeah. I, I have a struggle with that. And you yeah. might think that you know, it would leave one to think that, man, is this guy just drunk? <laughs> Talking this, you know, but I mean, it's it's like uh, Acts in the Bible. Like, no, yeah. it's it's ten o'clock in the morning. Right? No, he's not drunk. No, he's not drinking. Not drinking. It's morning meeting. Stand up. <laughs> but I have been around those people that are super loud, and uh, could be we go a little psychological here. It could be uh, it, it could be seeking, you know, like like narcissism, uh, seeking, self-seeking. Deep dive. Head, pay attention to you there. Uh-huh. It could be birth order. If you're a middle child, uh-huh. that can too, whether you're, you're having to be louder because uh-huh. attention isn't placed on you. So, some good, uh, some good points there. You know? I'd, look, I'd like to look at some data on that, now that you brought that up. Well, I got it in my pocket. Middle oh. children, are they more likely to be... No, you don't have anything. No, it's <laughs> just some lint. Switchblade. Okay. Lint and switchblade. Don't leave home without it. So, yeah, is the middle child more likely to be a narcissist? You know? That That's would be a my great question. point. Yeah. When it talks about reality disappoints. I mean, I like to disappoint reality. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's a paradigm shift right there. Right. I just thought it would sound cool. I don't know exactly what I was going to say after that. <laughs> Did you hate when that happens? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. So, number seven. The Journal for Clinical Psychiatry found that NPD is more prevalent in men than women. Mm. How do you like that? That's interesting. So, we're not talking about the Nashville Police Department. No, we're not. Get out of my head. Okay. <laughs> I was going to make a disclaimer not to be confused with We're the not Nashville. going there. No, we're this not. It's not going to be one of those shows. No. <laughs> we're keeping stuff clean and fun. That's right. We're not talking about the police. Right. Even though the police are fantastic. God and bless them. I love them. God they bless are absolutely a necessary force in this world to keep peace and law yes. and order and such. But we are not discussing but law MPD and order. But MPD in this case. Yes. Means. No Nashville display. police. No. <laughs> Neurotic. National popcorn disorder. Okay. And that it's more prevalent in men than women is interesting. I could definitely see how that could be the case. Yeah. Um, I can buy that. We're going to be careful with women's issues, rights issues. So, mm-hmm. But I think they're going to be okay with me calling men more narcissistic than women. I think they would. that would be acceptable yes. in this current environment. Absolutely. So... Why? Why would that be the case? Well, I think there's a lot of uh, acceptance of truth right now. I think that women and men are after absolute truth, but I feel like men's personas um, 
cater more to that machismo, macho attitude. And I think honor and respect are more important to men than they are to women. Now, that's not tight every rope. man and every tight woman. Tightrope. Yep. <laughs> I'm on a tightrope here. Careful. <laughs> we can edit all this out. But the, the important point I would say is that, yeah, men tend to have more... Uh, Men tend to have bigger egos, I would say. Absolutely. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes, I say, I would say that they would. I think there's something embedded into men. Equal but different. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. They speak in an affected way. They speak in a theatric, haughty, or otherwise self-important way to get attention and convey their exceptionalism. Some even adopt an accent. We did touch on this a little bit briefly earlier, but uh, didn't really talk about the accent part too much. Well, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, No, that's... uh, Yeah, like like uh, like you said, we touched on that a little bit. Just... Uh, abnormal conversation, abnormal tones, like you said, theatrical, they're dramatic. You know, it's it, it definitely is all pointing back to them. Is everyone looking at me? Um, I, I find in my personal life, I, I, I don't necessarily like to be the center of attention. I like to be recognized. Um, uh, you know, I like people to appreciate my gifts and talents, but I don't have a need for the spotlight to be on me constantly. Uh, it, especially in an everyday setting. I, there are people that are born out there and it is ingrained into them naturally to be on the stage and to be in the spotlight. That's why we got the big screen. That's right, right. But at the water cooler at 9.30 on a Monday morning, do you need to be the subject? Do you need to bring attention? your own, yeah, do you need to bring your own stage into work? Yeah. Yeah, in, in a backpack. You might want to ask yourself that question. Yeah. You know? I do like accents too. Yeah, oh. I'm at the, the house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Grease, Grease Wrench Gary. I don't know if you heard of Grease Wrench Gary or not. Oh, this is my first encounter. Yeah, he, he, he doubles as a truck driver. <laughs> I reckon he does. So I play that one around the house every once in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, wife thinks it's a little weird. It kind of scares her a little bit. The kids find it fun. Yeah. It's comedic. Oh, they love it. I'm sure. That's good. No, I, uh, I get requests, uh, you know, for imitations as well. No. And they're not they're not very good. Um, but, you know, the kids love them. But the kids think they're great. Oh, they do. I've got one right now. They watch a show called The Lion Guard. Mm. It's, a, it's a spinoff of, uh, you know, The they're Lion not like King. like griffins, are they? No, they're not griffins. Okay. You know, with the yeah. owl, the donkey body and the owl head. The <laughs> snail ears. Yes. <laughs> you know, snails had ears. <laughs> you learn something new every day. No, they watch this show and it has... Um, hyenas, but they call them hyenas. And uh, the lead bad hyena is uh, is uh, Jar Jar, I think. Jar Jar. I think they, that's Star Wars. That is Star Wars. <laughs> John Janja. No, Janja. Okay. Not Ganja. Not Ganja. No, sir. Right. I, although Disney would try to sneak that in. Yes, they would. This next segment is sponsored by Disney. We love our <laughs> friends over at Disney Plus. Um, no. So Janja says. Hey, what are we going to do over here? Are we going to go take over the Pride Lands? And it's like, this this hyena is from Brooklyn. And he's somehow in the middle of, you know, Uganda or Kenya, wherever the, the setting for... He sounded uh, like a mook. 
Oh, can we say that word? Oh, is that censored? I heard it in Goodfellas. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if we could use that one. <laughs> I think that's like calling somebody Alfredo, you know. Alfredo? No. <laughs> Alfredo, Alfredo. What is like, Alfredo like? Alfredo is, a, is an insult um, of an Italian person uh, saying they're, they're weak and, and dumb. And so there's a... Uh, well, I apologize. Yeah, no, good. I was waiting on that. There you go. And I'm sure if other people were too. All ten of our listeners. Yes, all ten. There's eleven now. All right. I checked. All right. I checked. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting how they they can create this persona to make themselves even more interesting. Mm-hmm. It's quite bizarre, actually. That was a wonderful accent. I like that. Oh, thank I like you. Like the Italian. The, the, my Janja. Janja. Yes. Not Janja. He, he definitely I was a Brooklyn. Italian, you know, hey, Jersey. Jersey. I like my greasy hey, mic over here. <laughs> Jersey? Yeah, you do Jersey. <laughs> no, but you, this is going to make it. I love it, though. Oh. That must mean it's my turn again. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Psychologically speaking, narcissism is a personality trait that every person possesses to some degree. Like any characteristic, it exists on a spectrum. The spectrum is called the continuum of self. And I know you know a little bit about the continuum of self, not because you're a narcissist, but because of oh. your, your profession. And I yeah. thought maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's mostly, uh, mainly uh, just pseudoscience. Oh, well, is all it really is. Oh, it's not uh, real. No, it, it, it is like Scientology. Impartial, it could be real. It is one theory of uh, one man that is, that has come up with this, and I think it's very fascinating and interesting uh, how he characterizes uh, narcissism as a personality trait. And I hadn't heard this before, and I think there's definitely some clout behind it when uh, saying that we are all um, prone to having narcissistic uh, tendencies in our in our day-to-day lives agree and, and this can look like uh, you know on a spectrum like it talks about the continuous spectrum is is either from self to others and so from self you could go all the way up to how much are you pouring out well actually pouring in to yourself and how much you love yourself and the braggadocious and all that stuff we were talking about versus how much you're giving out to others your empathy and your unconditional love and your caring and your giving and and where you might rank on this spectrum so you know i guess day to day that would look like well i you know, i bought myself some new sneakers and i got me a steak because i wanted it yeah and you i got me a haircut yeah. And I told myself I love me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then the problem with that is when you're like, I don't like others. Mm. I don't care about others. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything for others because mm-hmm. it's not benefiting me. So I think that's whenever you get you get your your seesaw leaning a little bit over into the narcissistic pool. Right, right. So like what you're saying is you got to find a good balance, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's that's a lot of... A lot of uh, a lot of fun. I, I actually I'd never heard of this before. 
and uh, I I would just recommend to everybody listening to just Google it, the Continuum of Self, and it uh, yeah, goes far left, being um, you know so anti-narcissistic that you can be codependent. Absolutely, that your emotions hinge yeah. on somebody else's That's how wild. they're feeling. That's wild. You so can't the, be happy unless they're happy. Right, right. So how unhealthy is that too? It could be in Christian walk. It's very know who are we depending on god mm. for our joy or our spouse taking us to church today there you go i love it there i love it i love it big z so that's the continuum of self number 10 they're weird about gift giving their self narcissist self-centeredness and manipulativeness leads them to not giving anything at all give or re-gift cheap or random things that show they have no idea or concern about what you like. Done that. Oh, yeah. Check. <laughs> Give you things they would want that you have no use for. Double check. For sure. Give excessively to show how thoughtful, generous, tasteful they are. Not me. Particularly when trying to integrate themselves. Ingratiate. Ooh, Ooh that's a big one. that word up before we did this. <laughs> Dictionary.com. Okay. Buy one for you and one for themselves, and or attach strings to your gift. I like that last one. Attach strings to your gift. <laughs> Here's your birthday gift, but you can't use it without me. There you go. Or there's the new pair of sneakers you like. I'll meet you in the bedroom. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. What kind of friends are you hanging out with? Well, that's my wife. Okay, okay. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's interesting. Absolutely clarify that. Thank you for letting me clarify. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. No, it's almost like, uh, I'm going to take you skydiving. That's your gift. I'm going to take you skydiving. Because I love it. And I get to go with you. Nice. Like, you know? Yes. So everybody wins. Yes. Type of deal. Yes. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, you like that. Absolutely. You might be a narcissist. For my birthday, we're going to go play paintball. Yeah. Because I like paintball. Yeah. And I like shooting paintballs. That's your birthday, though. You do what you want to do. I guess that kind of does. The problem. Birthday, doesn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. if it's your birthday. And then I want to do that on your birthday. <laughs> Taking you to paintball. Because I love doing paintball. We're going to go on a day when I can go. <laughs> and uh, you pick me up. There you go. Pick me up and take me. Or uh, what else we got on here? Give you things they would want that you have no use for. I guess that's partially nice. Yeah. So, you know, I got a throw pillow. I don't need it. Yeah. Your couch is missing one. Here, take this. It's got some dog pee stains on it, but <laughs> needs a new home. It needs a new re-gifting. There, there you Absolutely. Go. Full yeah. circle. Full yeah. circle. And following with that, uh, being Native American... Here we go. Yeah. Hold on. Let me do our our disclaimer real quick. I just want to take this time to apologize (laughs) to the First People Nations of this country and the views of Zandy don't reflect the views of trivial lights around the world. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Go ahead, Thunderbottom. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there's such a thing as kind of not really re-gifting. It's basically giving and taking. It's Indian giving. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> and I've done it with my family. Have you? Yeah, with my Have parents. You? you know, you give them something and you see that they're not using it. Like, man, I'm going to take this back because I'll use it. Yeah. I did that, uh, something I did that with. 
the LED lights that you put on the back of the TV. Make it give it a little flare. Yeah. Make it shine up a little bit. It's got a remote. You can yeah. change the color on it. Talk about being uh, grandiose, but go on. Well, oh. <laughs> I can do what I want. That's right. I love me. Yeah. <laughs> this is your world. We're just they, living uh, in it. So they weren't using it. Nah. So I took it, put it yeah. on one of my other TVs. So now we got two TVs that light up. Nice, dude. Yeah. You're living the high life over there in Dville. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 18-inch TV. But, yep. <laughs> you know, it's lit up. Yeah. That little string ran around three times. It's real lit up. <laughs> can't even fantastic. see what's on the screen now. That's fantastic. How, how about when you when you give a gift to someone and then they force you to be a so-called Indian giver? Like we gave my mom an Instapot. Mom, if you're listening, she's not. do you remember that? She's no, not. she's not. <laughs> she's okay. Anyway, we gave her an Instapot, and then a few months later, she brought it over. <laughs> said, do you guys want to use this? I said, well, <laughs> I guess. So, it's not related to being a narcissist, but it really hurt my feelings. Oh. I just needed to get that out since we're here, and I'm with a... Uh, a training LPC. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we can. We You're can, actually uh, sitting on the couch too. So I know. I, I feel like I can just pour out my all go. my grievances on the Festivus Pulling couch some here. Freudian stuff on you. Yeah, I guess so. Talk about your dreams. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got those ballet shoes. Oh, it's river dance. It. But I just wear those to work. Or you could be a clogger like her buddy. Oh. Pry. I never knew that was a thing. And yeah. It's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Dude, talk about staying in shape. And that For man's sure. 94 years old, but he looks like he's 37. Yeah, or at least 60. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Love you, Fry. Beautiful. We're just going to call him Fry. And he's still got a half head of hair, too. Man. Talk about a beautiful man right there. That's it. That's the goal. Life goals, right? Look like Pryor. Right. Oh, I said more of his name. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. I better stop there. Well, you you had sent me something. (laughs) You going to delete that part off? Maybe. (laughs) I'd like to hear it. Just take people. Life goals. Life goals. Yeah. Plump butt. Um, Have a head of hair and look like John Pryor. There you go. So, you had sent me something in preparation for this, and I wanted to share that with our trivial lights. It was a narcissism test. Oh, yes. It's a self-test. Um, and did you want to tell us a little bit about the, uh, the scoring system and about the test, or do you want me to do that? No, that's fine. So the test should take five or ten minutes to take. Uh, it's a very quick test. This obviously is not a in-depth uh, narcissism test to say that you have narcissism. It's more of just uh, a casual, uh, what is it, maybe 20 question, just to say maybe if you exhibit some of the traits that might be uh, narcissistic. Um, Took me 45 minutes. Oh. But I was watching a new show with my wife. There you go. Yeah. Think long, think wrong. That's right. That's probably what happened. What'd you score? Um, Well, out of 40, I scored a 10. Okay. So zero being least narcissistic and 40 being the most. Uh-huh. It sounds like I lied or I took the test wrong because I came up with a 10. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I was an 18. 18. 18. Well, knowing you as far, you know, as long as I have, it sounds just about... A borderline. Uh, a borderline. May like you lied a little bit. I think you'd be a little higher, you know? Could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I'm Might kidding. take it twice. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I think... 18 is 
you know, I don't think that's a high score, you know. Uh, it did seem to peak, though, in the, uh, around the 8 range for the, you know, general population. But what I was sharing with you before, you know, is I think that maybe there's a, a line where you get, that's just more confidence. And then once you cross into the, maybe the 30s, we might have a problem. Yeah. You know, so I don't think 18 is a problem. No, and as some of you that decide to take this test see, that some of the questions is just for being more positive-minded. Mm, and more optimist. positive thinking and optimistic. Yeah. But uh, it was definitely interesting to take. And, uh, yeah, what do, what do you think about putting that out there for the Trivialites to take? I think they'd enjoy it. Yeah. Do you think we could ask them to share their score with us? You know, I want to hear about Absolutely. I think everybody should share. Yeah. We shared ours. Yeah. And yeah, we did. They're forthright. Narcissistic mood today. I, you know, you better share your <laughs> That's you right. right. You tell them. I'm telling you what you're going to gift. <laughs> That's right. But so we really want to hear about those high ones. Who's out there got some 30 plus? Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear Anybody get them. a perfect 40? Yeah. Who's really sick? No. Whose family really no, hates we them? Don't call it sick. Oh, we don't. No, <laughs> Not no, the Just unfinished business. Un- that's so good. That's so good, man. You don't have unfinished business. That's right. That's why you're not dead yet. There you go. I Lord's not finished. Business. I gotta do some business. Oh, like in the bathroom? Yeah, right? so let's get this done. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Okay. Any final thoughts? Uh, nope. Nope, all good? Well, I, I do want to share some results from our bacon poll. We had mentioned a bacon poll oh, last yeah. week. So, basically, we, we, we set it up this way. Yes or no question. Bacon is better crispy than chewy, right? Right. And so we had uh, overwhelming results. 75% of you are brilliant and said that bacon is better crispy. But 25% of you, and I still love you, I just don't understand you. I think you're microwaving your bacon. But 25% oh. they like, said they like chewy bacon better, and uh, I don't understand that. So um, that's those are the results. Yeah. I, I but I at the end of the, I, I did post. Um, but we respect all respondents. We do respect all respondents. Responses. Thank you so much for adding that in. Yeah, that's so good. However, I did put a uh, little statement at the end after I published the results. Crispy bacon is better than chewy bacon. Fight me. So nice. I just wanted to put that out there. Nice. You know, and I don't mean an actual physical fight. I mean a. a well, like the guy, the guy that has the table set up there, that has the loudspeaker, that says yes, um, Stephen, uh, not Stephen, is it Stephen Crowder? I think it is. Yeah, he does it like TCU and Other UTA. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you have a verbal um, argument you'd like to bring against my belief, my philosophy that crispy bacon is better than chewy, please um, respond on Facebook or. Yeah see you at uh, Mountain View College or see me at Mountain View College where we'll be setting up up (laughs) oh I didn't know that Oh, I didn't know that you're telling me what I'm going to do again there you go (laughs) you 18 (laughs) so anyways those are our bacon results so thank you so much everybody that participated that means the world to me when you take the time to just uh, submit an answer so I look forward to hearing back from everybody on your scores on our narcissism test so go ahead, guys. That's our task this week is find our poll on Facebook and just respond with your score. And, uh, yeah, we're just really curious to find out where our audience is. 
Um, as always, please rate and review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, it, it, I say this a lot today, but it means the world to us when you take the time to rate our podcast or to share it with a friend. Share. That, yeah. That, that someone that might think it's interesting or maybe it's funny. I, I don't know. But we, we mean to be interesting. You could even Indian give it. Share it. Give it right. <laughs> That's right. That's the way street. You could. Again, you'll want to send those letters to Zane Reese. <laughs> okay. Uh, AKA Thunderbottom. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Trivial10 or Instagram at Trivial underscore 10. And we'll see you next week when we discuss D2. Oh, yeah. Movie time. Until then, stay curious.